anything other than record it. For some reason, if I highlight one of the other um, windows on my screen, other than the OBS, it's like clicking us off of record and uh, the internet. So anyway, we're back here, number 65, with Jad Knox of the Two Wheel Tuesday podcast. Hey. Cheers. Hey. Prost. Sorry, for people on audio, I was just taking a sip of my beer. Yeah. Shut down because he's a drinking problem. So we're not live? We're just recording? No, we are live now. I believe. As long as I... Someone look look on Facebook, Nick, but I'm pretty sure we're good. I guess we can check on our own shit find out. Yeah, but you I'm not... 65 of these things? Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, a lot of Dude, we've had a lot of people. We obviously a lot of people. Just about sixty-five. Some we have had doubles, but um, not very many. We probably yeah. had fifty different people. At least fifty. I know, Lewis. You got to get Lewis on there. Lewis is always talking about it. You know, Lewis Alston, the yeah. announcer. I'm the yeah. one that got him into all this shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, oh, I can't. Put- can't believe I haven't been on there yet. I keep telling him. I'm like, oh, stay on him, man. Yeah, Lewis, he tear it up. This is what oh, he does. Yeah. This is I know. Let's see. Yeah, it says we're live. All right. Yeah, for some reason, though, like, so I have the other two windows down in the bottom of the screen. If I click on one of those and it highlights oh. them instead of the uh, broadcasting system software, it's um, un like recording and streaming so basically <clears throat> you won't be able to post anything and have me click on that other little window like we normally do like I'm trying to do right now yeah when you try to share stuff yeah bum I'm bum. showing one of Jeff neck next oh yeah look what nice. I got I got combat combat Edison beer and oh that's good have you had it? No, I don't know. It looks like a lights out beer, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps. Uh, it, they help soldiers, but it is six point nine or five percent. But it's super smooth, so you can definitely get in trouble with it. Where did they sell it at? Um, I just went to some liquor store here in uh, Jersey. Oh, and actually. Uh, I'm going to be uh, announcing that show for you this weekend, Jad. Oh, which one? Vermont or Patterson? Vermont. Oh, no shit. Are you doing Patterson? Yeah. What day yeah, is I'm that? Doing pa- the very next day. Sunday? Um, yeah, Sunday and Monday, I think, for Jason. Got it. Yeah, I got to bring, I got to take the ramps there, or he's got, they're in my yard right now. Oh, you're taking him over there? Well, either that or he's coming to get him, depending on if I'm gone for that show in Vermont. Yeah, I plan on hitting that show in Vermont and driving through the night and being there. Well, I guess if the ramps aren't going to be there, there's no... Well, no, they'll, to they'll, they'll I'll either packing. drop them off Thursday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you'll have to drop because there's a, there's a show before that, right? I don't know. It starts on Saturday, I think. What's happening? I think it starts on Saturday. Oh. The Patterson one. Yeah, so. I texted him today and was like, when do you need the ramps? I don't know, you guys will figure it out. He still hasn't <laughs> responded. 
<laughs> Typical freestyle show. It's like, when right. are Oh, he just responded. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. When are you heading there? I'm like, when do you need the ramp? He never answered that. I thought you knew. Putting the pro in procrastination constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'd always get shows and Christy's like, where's it at? I'm like, I don't know. I think it's somewhere in like Kentucky. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. And you have to like look it up on the internet and be like, monster truck with freestyle motocross in Kentucky. <laughs> Yo. Like, oh, I'm going to Louisville. All right. I've, I've had so many shows where I had to Google the show. And figure right. out to figure out where the hell I was going. Yeah, that, that's what Angerman said one time. He's like, "I didn't even give you the address." I'm like, "Oh, I just Google all the shows because I usually don't call anyone beforehand." Yeah. Oh, yeah. what's the address? I know yeah. there's no hotels, so I'm not going to call anyone now. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. circus has really made it confusing because then it's like, wait, wait, which which shrine are we with? Yeah, exactly. They're all yeah. different all across the country. Yeah, there's a million going on every weekend. Those are sketchy shows, too. They're yeah, they're tight, real tight. I thought Arena Cross was tight, but those shows are, uh, I don't know, yeah. make me nervous, I guess. They're quick. They're like nah. that. You got to be like time. Circuses? Yeah. Uh, huh? Circuses? Yeah. Yeah, how about Just you... So you practice and like you get all used to it, and then by the time showtime comes, the tiger cage is over here, and like <laughs> the elephant <laughs> stools are over here, and they like brought so much more stuff in. The first the first time we did it, they had uh, they had the pony rides at the end of the landing, <laughs> and had all this sawdust down. <laughs> And then as soon as intermission was over, we went out and jumped, and I was the first one. As soon as I landed, I hit that sawdust psh, right into the wall. Head first. And then, now they don't put the pony rides down there anymore. They put it in the middle. That's good. <laughs> it's so sketchy, though. So sketchy. Yeah. Fun, though. So how long, fun. how long did you race arena cross? You actually raced for a long time, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, probably, geez. I started in 2001 and then raced until 05, 06, I guess. I mean, all together. So five years in arena cross and then two years doing supercross. And How old are you now? Have, you had to have been young as hell then. Oh, I was super, yeah, I was young. I was only 18. I'm 34 now, so. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're the same age, then. Yeah, I was just a young buck. Uh-oh, Nick. Uh-oh. Finally, somebody, he asks everybody. I'm always like, how old are you? How old are you? <laughs> like, how old are you? 26. He's still shredding. I'm, I'm an old man. I'm an old man. Yeah, that's what I, people are like, why did you quit after you got hurt? Like, well, it was Dude. rough because of the infection, I said, but besides that, like, like, I've been hurt before, obviously, but I'm like, dude. I'm a dinosaur in this shit. Right. I feel the same way. Even just that crash at that last show, I'm like, God, I gotta be done with this. That was Hey, uh, Nick, he <laughs> fell. He said he he tells me later, he's like, he was so bummed. I was like, man, it's all good. You know, he just got hung up and he's like, This is the second time I've crashed doing freestyle. And I was like, What? What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and then I thought, and then I thought about how many concussions I had, and I was like, well, maybe it's like the fourth time I've had a good time. Because <laughs> someone else is like, well, what about that time you broke your hip? I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that time you broke your leg, I'm like, oh yeah, that time too. Well, I forgot about those already. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I heard about that now because I was like, holy shit, dude, this guy's been riding forever, and he's. I, I have been lucky though. That's that's, but that's the thing. I've had two gnarly crashes, like not even six months apart, and then the last one was only two years ago. So it's, I don't know. It starts creeping yeah, up in the back I, of your mind. Like I crashed, broke my femur. This is where it's you, Nick. Broke my femur, like peed blood for a month. Don't remember forty-eight hours. Destroyed my shoulder, and then broke my tib, fib, and my knee, and tore my meniscus. Like two and a half, three years later, uh, that's I was like, all right, fuck. See, that's the thing is, I can, I'll handle the broken bones. It's the head injuries I can't handle. Like, even at that last show, I got my bell rung pretty good because I, I came off afterwards, and the guys like. Jed, what year is it? And I thought he was talking about my bike. And I was like, oh, it's a 2014, but I keep it pretty clean. He was like, ah, close enough, close enough. <laughs> He's like, I was talking about the year. I'm like, oh, oh, it's 2018. He's like, got it, got it. <laughs> so what was your last wreck? Oh, I didn't see it. Uh, it was, uh, I hung a bar, I was doing a shower and bar hop at Lake Erie Speedway like two weeks ago and hung a foot up and just I've landed those before with one foot over and rode them out so I was like oh, I could probably ride this thing out and no way I hit and just boom slapped right to the asphalt and yeah. I had a black eye I had a black eye for a little while but and uh, I had some decent road rash on my hands but, oh, it's, it's healing up but slowly but surely the other thing it's just man did you get down no not really but I felt weird all night I, I almost rear-ended someone on the way home uh, <laughs> driving down 90 just out of my mind like I, I don't know I must have been in the zone or something you didn't seem that bad <laughs> oh, when no. I, you didn't seem that bad when I talked to you yeah I know that's the thing is I, I felt a little weird but I was like oh, I'll, I'll still finish the show I mean I can still start my bike and I know how to ride it, so I'm like, I'll go back out. Yeah. It'll be fine. Still gonna get paid. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't just, I didn't want to stop because I was so embarrassed because that's like one of my easy go to, you know, when you do your easy go to trick, you're like, ah, I just think I got lazy. Too many shows. Yeah, but, you get tired after a while. From what I've seen, yeah. you guys have been banging stuff out like every couple of days. Oh my gosh, we did so many. I I did, jeez, I don't know how many, seven or eight in two weeks. Just like started in North Carolina with Ed Rossi and just back and forth, back and forth, catching up with Casey and and then Jason and. But I guess that's the best. That's the best way to do it, I think. But yeah, I don't yeah. Know. You get tired quick. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing is that, especially you're driving in between. I mean, I've been, I guess we probably, I've been at bike rallies, you know, where you're there 10, 14 days or some shit like that, you know? 
And that same thing. I mean, it's not driving; it's drinking at nights. You know, when you get done, <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> it takes a toll that, after a while. And that's what and that's what Carter kept saying to me when I crashed last week and or two weeks ago. He's like, "Yeah, he's like I crashed once when I was hungover real bad. I was like, I I wasn't that hungover because I told him we went out the night before." <laughs> I wasn't that hungover. I said I, I had my bearings about me. I could I could get it done. He's like, yeah, I quit drinking after I crashed once hungover. Well, that's you. This yeah. is me. Yeah, yeah. Come on, don't put that on me. James. Yeah, I know. Did J. Ro just fire him immediately after that? <laughs> You're done. Get he out, wasn't get there. Out. You know where the gate is. He wasn't there. We, he would have been clipped for sure. He was like, "It's a two-man show." He's like, "Oh, you don't, you don't drink. Well, we're gonna keep some of your pay so we can." Thank you. <laughs> and he threw, he threw down though. He was gnarly, man. Yeah, I've never I've never seen him ride in person. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Well, the last time I, I felt like him, I I wanted to quit. I was like, I just need to call it quits right now and be done with this. <laughs> He's on another level. <laughs> Yo, the thing is that I'm even getting offers to do stuff, and I suck when I rode. I don't even ride anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there's still an area where you can ride and make money. So it's yeah, like, I, it's it's crazy. It's that's why uh, when I don't want to do shows, I just shut my phone up because I feel like I'll <laughs> always get messages like, "Hey, you want to come do this?" and North Dakota or something? I'm like, oh my god, and I hate telling people no, so yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah. shut it off. And yeah, it's money. Hang out the track. Yeah, exactly. That, that greed in the back of your mind. Dude, I said it for years. Riding's too much like stripping. It's way too easy to just go and make a couple of G's and relax yeah, for the next is. couple of weeks, you know? It is. A little bit of stress, and you get exactly. paid, and you just get to hang out, and Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I say. I'm like, you stress out for a short period of time, you make it through it, and then you yeah. can pay your bills off and chill for a little bit. That's what I said. The, the best part is after the show, when you're just having a few beers, you're like, yes, that was totally yeah. worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you're driving home with a concussion, you're like, damn, I don't know. Was that worth it? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Nick, are you not riding? Do you not do shows anymore? No, I got uh, like same thing. I was half the shows I did were because I knew somebody, and they were just like, "Yeah, come do a show with us." Since like I haven't done a show in I don't know a couple years, and then Dan and Dino offered me one, and I was like, "All right, let me see. I'm not committing." Dan's like, "All right, got you signed up for it," and then I'm like, <laughs> I "Ramp and forever," and then I just never, I never even got out to hit the ramp. Not that I couldn't figure it out, but I'm like, I'm not showing up right. and going ramp to ramp when I haven't done it in years. Yeah, that'd be gnarly. That's... I would out, but it's like, I don't know. I wanted to, but it just didn't happen. Yeah. Where do you, where do you live at? Are you up in uh, northern Illinois, right? Well, I'm like an hour and a half south of uh, the Rose. So oh, okay. On the, on the north side of the city, I'm on the south side. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I don't know what's most Indiana. I'm trying to think of what's down there, like Joliet area. Yeah, that's where I was raised when I was younger. Yeah, I'm originally from Rockford. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I was a Byronite. Raised Byron every weekend, Mendota, Juliet, Lake Geneva. Yeah, I did uh, oh. Byron, Mendota. Byron sucked because we'd never camp out. So I was to leave at like, no, it was fun, but I always had to leave at like four in the morning, and it just was like, yeah. ugh. And then I raced like, uh, I raced like three classes, like 125, 250, and schoolboy. That's the classes I raced. Race, dude. I'm sure we have. I'm sure we have because we're the same age, and I race there every weekend, Byron. And I did a couple weeks. I always raced Juliet because it was close and it was Saturday nights, so I don't have to get rid yeah. of Yeah, I'm trying to think. Casey, all those tracks down there. Lincoln Trail. Did you ever go down there? Or? Yeah, a couple times. Wapala. I raced a couple times. Oh yeah, I love that. That place is sweet. Wapala. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. How long? Wait. How old were you when you moved to um, Florida? Uh, we moved there in 2000. So I I won uh, 125B and Schoolboy State Championship in Illinois in 99. Nice. So, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. uh, I wasn't doing that. I was only out of high school. <laughs> you were out of high school? I was, I was a sophomore. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I graduated in 2000. Oh, uh, yeah, I was the one, so... I mean, no, 2002. Jesus, yeah, 2002. how many beers have you had, Nick? You don't even know when you're graduating. I more injuries <laughs> than... 2000. <laughs> should have been, been 2000. It was actually 2002. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it was supposed to be... Yeah. Was, I mean, it was I supposed to be 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I failed that uh, one time. Yeah, and then I failed that other time. That's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he was the only one driving. He was the only one driving himself to the races in the schoolboy class and pickup truck. <laughs> Case of beer in the back. <laughs> Shit, so you Nick's here again. Yeah. <laughs> I had dads protesting me and shit. They were pissed. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Jad was definitely beating you, Nick. Oh, for sure. Yeah. May- maybe. I mean, yeah. that's why I stuck with Juliet because I knew what I had. I knew what was coming. And then, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was awful at Juliet. There you go. Maybe that was Nick's place. He got it. Uh, oh, pro- probably. I was, I always sucked at Juliet and Mendota and Lake Geneva for some reason, which is they're all stadium tracks, which is what I went and did after the arena crop. So. It never made sense to me. I I would never jump the jumps. I'd be scared to do the triples and stuff. Yeah, you had to be there like during the week when everybody was just goofing around, and then you'd hit it. Yeah, my, I'm trying to think of. There were some fast guys there back in Aaron Ezrin's and all those guys. So, I wish I could remember hardly anybody's name. I know, but like, sometimes I'll, if I see their their setup, I'll remember that. Like even numbers, I, I are foggy. Yeah, I just remember all the tough bikes at Byron. That's the only thing I remember. Tough yep. racing bikes. That, that was the thing. You remember that dude that used to have, like, SMPs and his number plate was, like, a smiley face or something at Byron? Oh, my God. With, like, extra prob- eyes? No. <laughs> that was on, I think I was on 80s, and I was like, oh, I wanted those SMPs so bad. That's awesome. It was probably Ed Rossi. probably <laughs> 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 It really probably was. He raced with SMPs, but I had SMPs on 80s. And my dad, my dad's like, "Why are you wearing that baggy gear?" I'm like, "This is cool. This is what's gonna catch on." I was like, "You look ridiculous. <laughs> like, look how stupid you look with your tight pants on." I was like, "I can see your whole boot." 
I had LVZs. I couldn't get SMPs in my size. I was smaller than everybody. Yeah, I had those. I had the SMPs, and then I had the shift ones with the stars on the bottom that Seth wore. Yeah. And I, th- I thought those were the coolest ones. Oh, my God. It looked so ridiculous. I look at pictures <laughs> now, and I'm like. I think I had to set yeah. that lightning bolt on the ankle. <laughs> it was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I remember those. Those are badass. <laughs> and I didn't want to be a freestyler back then. I just thought the bad. I was into Jankos and stuff, so I thought those baggy pants were cool. Right. All of it? Yeah. All of it. Airwalks or vans? Levi pipes and. I rode Levi pipes for a while. (laughs) Before you could afford baggy pants? Yes. (laughs) I rode Jeets half the time. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Time. I got. I, we don't have any pictures. I, I have like ten pictures of all those races, or maybe some videos. Oh my gosh! I have albums of those at my parents' house at Byron. Like, Dude. my garage burned down, so I don't have trophies. I don't have shit. Oh uh, my! I don't have any trophy. My parents took all my trophies and gave them away at their own races at the track. Dismantled <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> they took probably. Them all apart and, that's best use of a trophy ever. Yeah. Right. It, we had so many, and my dad's like, well, I'm just going to take them apart and make trophies to give away for the kids. I'm like, go for it. I don't care. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember getting that. Yeah, exactly. I just remember when you start getting, like, payout, and you're like, holy shit. I know, and then now I'm at the point where I'm like, I ride 30 plus A, and I'm like, uh, I want to ride B. I don't want the money. I want the trophy. Like, I don't care about the money. Dude, I, I, I would much better have a nice first place trophy from the plus 30 no, class. I want my money back. I want my money back. The problem is, I just raced this past weekend. The problem is, dude, everyone that's fast started riding again. All the slow people, yeah. none of the slow people started riding again. There was seriously, like, Jimmy McElvain, who's always, like, th- like third place, maybe. He didn't get a good start, got, like, eighth out of 13. You know, like, everybody's so fast that it, if you go down... I First moto, I fell in one of the corners first lap. Second... Or, no, I stalled. Second moto, I, cr- I just fell over in a rut uh, first lap. Like, just because it was the fucking... Pay- the, like, the pace was high. Where and I'm like... That? Huh? What track was this at? Uh, English Town. Oh, okay. And once I fell, that was it. I could catch one guy. That was it. I couldn't catch anybody else. You know, like, everybody's going so fast. It's ridiculous. I, I can remember being on 80s at Byron and watching the plus 30 and plus 40 class and being like, Man, I can't wait till I'm that old. I'm going to smoke all those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't realize is that the same guys you've raced against your whole life are I moving are the same age and they're they're still racing like Yeah. there's like so many guys that still moto and go hard like yeah. ridiculous. That are competitive. And the problem is I'm 38. So I'm at I'm almost ten years older than the their kids just like a bunch of dudes just right. turned thirty and I'm like fuck dude they're so fast. Well, that's like my dad when he had uh, when he was uh, in his early sixties, 
he still had to ride the plus 50 class because there was no plus 60 class. Yeah. And he's like, this isn't fair. I'm 12 years older than all these guys. <laughs> and, and, and so now he's almost 70, and he still rides plus 50 and plus 60. He rides both classes because now they have a plus 60 class. Do they not call 60 Jedi? Huh? Don't they call plus 60 Jedi? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. In, in Texas, that's what they called it, the Jedi class. It was like 50-plus was Masters, and then 60-plus yep. is Jedi. Well, that, then what's 70-plus? Oh, who the fuck? God. Jesus. Darth you're, Vader? You're Jesus at that point. <laughs> I know. I, I can't believe my dad still races. He's nuts. We went and raced the Gator back here scrambles, like, uh, back in March, and... Uh, it was, I can't believe he was out there riding. It was 100 degrees out, just, I barely finished it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and he, oh, oh, he's, old man Max is fast through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> you know, does he jump? No, he doesn't jump at all. But he's probably he's, good in corners. Oh, he's, he's ridiculously fast through the woods. You would... I struggle to keep up with him sometimes where I'm like, oh, damn, he's getting after it. Yeah. Like, he'll go. And But when it comes to moto and jumping, he he missed that whole thing. He grew up in the 70s, you know. He was yeah. riding dirt bikes in the 70s, so nobody was jumping much back then. Yeah, that's true. But by the time people started jumping, he was already in his 40s. Right. But, right, like I don't scrub because... Right. Well, well I, you have no idea how. Yeah, I did freestyle through that whole portion of scrubbing. Now I'm just too far gone to even understand what the fuck's going yeah. on. Right. I'm like, well, I can whip or I can scrub it to the right, but then that's it. I can't. I can't. Not very good the other way. When you whip, kids on eighties are like, "Why are you scrubbing so high?" Like, you've been yeah. Dude, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like. Still Jeremy McGrath era of scrubbing, like where you just preload into the bottom of the, you preload before you get to the bottom, the G of the face. That's about it. And then you soak it up right yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Gary Simics, dude. Oh yeah. Hey, my dad was a Gary Simics motocross teacher. Was he? Yeah, he taught. He taught Gary Simics in Ohio. Really? The, to actual Gary Simics one? Yeah, dude. It was, it was pretty cool. So yeah, dude, so. Take like get pictures with him the whole time though. Like they wouldn't even uh, pick the class. How old were you? Uh, I was probably twenty something. Oh, okay. I was saying I went to one before my dad became an instructor for him. We had to go to one so my dad could learn like the whole instructing deal. And the whole time I was like, man, this dude's going to put me to sleep because he's so monotone, like, with everything. <laughs> he's like, well, guys, what you want to do is keep, keep your elbows up, and now you're, you're in the attack, get in that attack position. Here we go, elbows are up, everybody in the attack. All right, let's try it on the track. I'm like, oh, my God, I need a little energy in my life. <laughs> He was an awesome instructor, though. He knew his stuff, and then... Yeah, he was, but he was real. Even. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I put his music... Or I, his music... Oh. Music. I put I his... Uh, too, dude. They were, like, super oh. dark. Now, here's the corner. We're going to show you. Get that foot up high. 
and just work on your circle drills, circle drills, circle drills. And, Bro, yeah. dude, we were so hungover for the first day of class, and all we did was circle drills right off the bat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My one buddy's just doing circle drills, just pulls off and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start out with a little stationary, sitting on the bike, feel it out, make sure your levers are in the right place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I went, my dad did so many of those schools, and and I had to go to everyone, which was good that I went to everyone, because yeah. it, taught, it taught me bike control, but God, yeah. I mean, he must have knew something. He trained McGrath, so. Yeah. McGrath can't scrub. I bet he can. I bet he can. <laughs> Uh, he was doing, like I said, his own version. He Remember, he was staying way lower than everybody. Then everybody he learned that. And then Bubba was just like five feet lower than everybody else. And twice that. as bad, like just... Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Go into the face an entire gear taller and just chop it yeah. and just oh my turn on the face. I remember seeing him come out to Hard Rock on a 125 and... He never took his helmet off all day long. <laughs> like I shit, I shit you not. He showed up there. They started testing, and he left his helmet on all day long. And I was like, "What is wrong with this kid? He's not even gonna take a drink or anything." And he just he stood there like looking pissed off. His bike was being worked on. He's like, "All right, finish this thing up. Here we go." And dude, he went, and then he went out there and hit some of these jumps, and I was. I, I had a whole new respect for riding because I was like, oh my god, what is this kid doing? Like, <laughs> every jump on the main track, he was completely sideways, fourth gear, wide open on a 125. And oh. I was like, wow, that is unbelievable. <laughs> but, uh, that was the one thing that blew me away, though, is that he never took his helmet off all day long. <laughs> Fuck all that <laughs> jumping and shit. He never took his helmet <laughs> off. Not one. <laughs> helmet on, 24-7. You walk out, walk into the semi, helmet on, go in there for a few minutes, come out, helmet still on. Like, wow. <laughs> you think he didn't want pictures or something, or like people didn't know it was him? Like, what was the the like? Oh, well, it was the Kawasaki semi was there, so, so I'm sure they knew, knew it was him. him. Okay, so that's not yeah. the reason. <laughs> I just think that's how good of a shape he was in back then. Is that he was just like. Oh, I'm, I'm going wide open. Um, I don't got time to take my. I'm not stopping. Yeah. That, that was his attitude. I feel like it was. Was he like an ADD kid? He's like, let's, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like just waiting to get his bike going. Like no, he didn't. I felt like he didn't say shit to anybody. He just stood there. Like the mechanics watched him, and then he they worked on his bike, and then he got back on and was like, all right, let me try this. He came back, and they'd be like, how was it? And he wouldn't say anything. He'd just be like. Yeah, it's good. It, it, I mean, without saying it, he was just nod his head at him like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> it was unbelievable. The thing he lifted it, though. Yeah. The thing was the lap times were the same just all the time. He was just always picking right. no matter what. He's like, oh, it's good, it's good. <laughs> He's like, it's not good. They're like, your lap times are exactly the same. Yeah. It's funny because his mechanic at the time used to be, is one of my dad's good friends and used to be my mechanic up front. He's from Marengo, Illinois, and uh, he works for Factory Yamaha now. But uh, 
uh, Dan Rambert's his name, and uh, he always used to do stuff to my bike at practice and be like, oh, how's that feel, Jed? I'm like, dude, that's ten times better. I could never <laughs> tell the difference what, what he was doing, ever. I'd just be like, oh, that, that feels a lot better. I feel comfortable now. Like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> dude, I had a, a guy up here that had worked with, like, Ray Somo. And uh, he's like, set my suspension up. We went back and forth. We got all set up good. And then he goes, I'm like, it's good. And he goes, let me let me try something. And I'm like, eh, no, I like it. And he goes, no, it should feel exactly the same. And I'm like, then why are we going to try this? So he, <laughs> Yo, does like, he does all this shit with the clickers, right? And I literally do one lap. And I just pull back over. And I'm like, put it back the way it was. Before you just did whatever the fuck you did. That's that's how I would be with my dad. He would always try to change something. What are you doing? Don't mess with anything. Everything's fine. It's all for the corners. Yeah. Dude, I had to stiff my clickers up a little bit for E Town. How long was how long ago did you race there? Just last week or? Yeah, just uh, Sunday. What race did they have? Just a district was, race? Or? Yeah, it was like a district two. Like, actually, I don't know. They kept saying, uh, so-and-so is your state champion. So, I don't know. Maybe it was state championships or something. Literally, my <laughs> friend wrote me on Facebook and was like, you racing this weekend? And I'm like, where? And he goes, English Town. And I said, eh, it took me like a day to decide if I was going to even go. And then I was just go, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll go. Do they still have that big jump there? Well, so... They moved the track now across the street, like, to where the practice That's track right, was. That's right, I heard that. But they rebuilt, they took all the dirt, and they rebuilt the elevator over there. Yeah, that... But it's I, not as I, fun. I, because somebody overjumped it and friggin' died, like, went all the way to flats. So then Holy they, cow. Even over on the regular track, they put this big hump before it. So you had to go over the hump. But now, on the new track... From the corner, it's even shorter, and they put, like, these one or two humps in front of it now. I think there's just one, like, right out of the corner. So, like, you can't really, like, bomb the thing. Yeah, jeez. And that's what sucks about making new jumps is you should have to gauge them out yourself or... Yeah. Well, I'm sure they did it so that you couldn't even have the option to go so long as to, you know, flat land it. Well, you know the water tower jump at Hard Rock? Yeah. So, everybody was rolling the small side and then, like, doubling. You know how it's a step-up triple, yeah. kind of? Yeah, you can go so and then just don't jump over the... From right, the, like, you can go the distance or you could roll the first part. And then my dad peeked it up and he was getting so pissed because everybody would, like haul ass up there, scrub that part, and then, you know, land on the, the triple part and take off. He's like, oh, I'm just going to peek that up so nobody can do it. And sure enough, some kid came out there, or some guy, I should say, he was in his 20s, and with his cowboy boots on, had his full cowboy boots on, no gear, just a helmet, and hit that thing fourth gear wet off the low <laughs> side. Like... Over jumped it all the way t- 
to the bottom, past the corner, flat landed. Oh my god! And oh, it was so bad. I felt so. I mean, it, it was stupid, but I was like, ah. Oh. And it's like, oh, well, someone just crashed off that jump. I'm like, which guy's like the guy in the freaking cowboy boots? I'm like, oh no, not that guy. Anybody but that guy. You didn't have boots on. Yeah. What did you guys do with my cowboy boots? <laughs> yeah. Oh, those cowboy boots are gone. <laughs> if you expect anybody to take it easy and ride around, it's a guy with just a helmet and cowboy boots, you know? Right. And the paramedics slid those cowboy boots right off, left them in the dirt. <laughs> they weren't cutting those things off. They were like, we'll slip. There you go. That's nice of them. Yeah, I was like, don't cut my boots. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said when I broke my leg. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, but, but the injury's not up there. It's definitely my femur. I'll take these boots off. Yeah, I'll suffer a little <laughs> bit here. You just pull them off. But I won't yeah. wear them because I, I broke, like, my uh, leg in, I don't know, it's just weird or whatever. I broke my leg in the boot. I remember looking down and seeing that boot, like, bent backwards. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to wear these anymore. Yeah, that's a, I. Mine was spun around backwards. I could read the backside of Garnet right down the back of it. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, my legs broke. Yep. Yeah. And I spun it around real quick. You try to do the quick fix, you know? Yeah. Spin yeah. around, hope it goes back in place. Well, like, nope. That dude, didn't do anything. <laughs> I did the same thing. My leg was on. My bike was on my leg. So like, I ended up sitting. Basically, you took your bike and just laid it on its side on the one handlebar. Oh, but, my God. But I was sitting on top of it, and my tib-fib was just underneath my triple clamp. So it was literally <laughs> just bent backwards, like, underneath the triple clamp. And I look, and I'm just, like, trying to pull my leg out, and I'm like, oh, my God, my leg is stuck. Uh. <laughs> my leg is stuck. I'm definitely, I'm stuck. So I freaked out, dude. I tried to walk it off real quick. Yo, I my leg was stuck under the triple clamp. I go into psycho Billy freak out and stand oh, yeah. on my broken leg and pick my bike up <laughs> and then push my leg back and set my bike back down on the handlebar and then grab oh. a hold of my leg with my hands and pick it up and pull it over the bike and I'm just like Somebody help me <laughs> I'm in a bad place. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm, I was leading the race by like 15 seconds, and I'm dead center of the track in the oh. like the darkest straightaway. <laughs> what track? What track was you set in Texas? Yeah, uh, is this the Texas track? Badlands or something? Badlands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just you didn't die. I didn't die. I. But any story? Yeah. I agree. I'm going to make a meme. You know, it's like people always go to me, they come up to shows or whatever, and they're like at the autograph thing, and they go, I used to ride, but I had to quit, broke my leg. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, but did you die? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you might as well keep going. Yeah, I don't understand. Did but you, why don't, you're why, not why dead? don't you go on tour to all the circuses and the mouse truck show those and just be like, I used to do this. <laughs> <laughs> but it broke my leg. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I had to quit. I broke my leg. You know <laughs> how it is. <laughs> uh, I used to do this. What's your name? 
oh, so and so, man, yeah, must have missed. I, we we don't know you that one. Yeah. Oh, man, I had a 250. What was it? I don't even know. It was white, though. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, oh, he man. did. Dude, the stories I've heard at shows, some guy kept going on about he built his own bike because the best bikes are the one you, you build yourself. He's like, I got a motor, this type of motor, that type of this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that sounds like a giant piece of shit. It, it was an 86 Maytag washer. <laughs> and when you put that son of a bitch on spin cycle, she'd take off. But once she got to rinse, she'd flood out a little bit. But hell, you know how it is when you build your own bike. Dude. Oh, my. That sounds horrible. It was dude. an 89 CR Maytag. I, don't, I, don't, I certainly don't want any bike I built in my backyard from scratch, all right? <laughs> I pieced together with just I shit know. that I found. He was watching like Monster Garage, and he, he saw a fucking Jesse James build something. This, this is a decade before fucking Monster Garage. My All next right. bike's going to be a driver motor. <laughs> Easily a decade before Monster Garage, at least. I don't, I don't even like riding bikes that I've worked on myself. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I trust this. I'm... I need to just go buy a brand new one. That way I know only the factory hands have touched it. And <laughs> I'll keep like changing the oil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last time he touched this with some Japanese dude, and he put it together just right. Yeah. Right, it's perfect. They spec yeah, right everything. Out of Everything's to torque. Everything's ready yeah, to go. Yeah, I agree. I tell the guys at the shop, I do uh, torque plus. Plus. Oh, you have to. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little cranking. <laughs> it's like, that feels good. That feels a little bit more. Shit. Oh, damn it. I go right before I think the threads are going to give out. But That's about well, good. Torque, like, you ever done torque and then it's just like, it just feels that, like... Well, that can't be right. Yeah, that, yeah. Right. yeah. that head is going to come off for sure. There's no way that's enough. <laughs> Forks are gonna shoot right through these triple clamps. Stop cranking them down. It's like who, who the fuck came up with torque specs on uh, this thing? Damn it! I don't know. My drain bolts are the worst because I'm like, uh, I, I don't want to. Ri- I can't risk this. I'd rather. I'd rather just over tighten it. <laughs> All this oil come out of here. I'm done. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I want to be thinking about that. Yeah. And then. And then because of that, you get to a point where you can barely just... Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. Like, I'm just going to... Okay, that's good. You might yeah, well. start using two crush washers on it. <laughs> <laughs> Put a cork in there. <laughs> Put a cork in there, you'll be fine. Dude, this bike has been leaking. See that puddle? It's like I'm doing the weather. It leaks constantly. And it has... Since the last time, all right, so last time I got hurt, I went out on, like, January 1st. I'm like, I didn't drink. I'm like, I'm going to hit the ramps. I'm going to do some shows, case the fuck out of it. Everything's frozen. Uh, it's never stopped leaking since. And I have the, um, I smashed my oil tank. So I put the wet sump or dry sump, whatever that kit is on it. It only holds, like, it holds less than a quart. And it leaks a good quarter of a quart. <laughs> <laughs> what bike is it? Huh? What, what year is it? Uh, eleven or twelve. Is it a Cali? That's a Yamaha. 
Oh, it is a Yamaha. What's oh, oh, there's a Strider on top of it. That's it. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. So yeah, it's just that because it's slowly. I can't ever find out where it's leaking from. And I bought the whole gasket kit. I'm like, I'm gonna break it down and figure it out. And then I just was like, I don't care that much. You can't find out where the leak's coming from. I'll just keep putting oil in it. You need to set up one of those deer cameras on it. That way you can catch it <laughs> when it's leaking. I'd have to put it like <laughs> put, put it like, real close so you can see yeah. when stuff's coming out. Oh god, there it is. Twelve hours, I see one drip. Look how big that leak is. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta turn the lights off. Otherwise it clams up. If you want to catch that leak, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike camo paint on, I'm gonna catch sleep. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> is it a four? Is it a four show? Did you say four fifty? That's two fifty. Oh, four. two show? No, it's a four oh. show. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> oh, it's a kid's bike. I didn't realize. <laughs> hey, I used to jump a two fifty F. You used to. I started on, and then I went two fifty two stroke, and then that never came back from South America, and I said I'm going back to what I know. You lost the bike in South America too? I didn't even go when I lost the bike in South America. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah, let's uh, you know, get, let the wrong people borrow it, I guess. And <laughs> I, I don't know if my dad ever got it back, but it was in customs for a long time. But With customs. drugs in the tires or what? I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is that my dad was real pissed off about it. He's like, Oh, I let so and so use the the one twenty five or the one of my two fifties and it's like it's stuck in customs, we might not be getting it back. I'm like, ah oh, Yeah, there was drugs in that motorcycle. <laughs> might have been. Might have been. Where did it go, do you know? I have no idea. I didn't even ask him about it after that. I was like, oh shit. Just walking away from this one. Yeah. Yep, I was like, oh, I was say we got those from strikes, so I don't know. <laughs> The Suzuki dealership, they hooked us up, but... Yeah. Well, apparently... Off, apparently, huh? they're more thorough at the at the uh, water border from other countries than they are from Canada, because I know some people that drove down with some shit in their tires, and fucking... Really? Yeah, with like, literally, mm-hmm. allegedly, I mean, I'm not even saying who it was, but... Somebody came down from Canada with ounces in their tires, and the um, when they got to the border, they pulled them out of the car and pulled all their door panels off. He said he was just super stoned when he got there, just red eyes, and they pulled all of his <laughs> door panels off and the dash off and everything, and was going through the whole truck, and he said they never looked at the bike, and he had like a couple ounces in the tires. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why don't you go across the border stone? I'm like, I try to be as sober as possible when I'm going, because I drive a sketchy-ass van, so I assume they're going to pull me into customs and be well, like, what's in this thing? I've done that, but we we smoked everything before we got there. <laughs> that's why we were, that's why we were so stoned. We were just like, we need to get rid of this before we get into Canada. We're not I mean, I guess one time we did go across on our way to the Walton National, 
me and my teammate, we went across and we uh, we had a few pot brownies like right outside of Detroit, which was a horrible <laughs> idea. And then they kicked in right as we got to the border, and it, it was so bad. We made it to the race though, just barely, but it was. Were you racing, I'm, or were you just watching? No, we were racing. We were both racing. <laughs> I love it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I remember driving driving through uh, Detroit and like seeing all these black ducks flying up. Like as I'm driving down the road and I'm swerving out of the way and. My buddy's like, what are you doing? I'm like, did you not see that flock of ducks back there trying to almost crash in the van? He's like, those were black sandbags tied up, and they looked like they were flapping in the wind. <laughs> and I caught them in a big pile of ducks. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bad experience, but... <laughs> oh, we had a good time, though. <laughs> I was driving back from Texas once, and my friend's just like, here's a brownie. And, he, and I was like, like, how strong is it? Uh, Dino, and he goes, well, <laughs> all I can tell you is the guy that gave this to me eats this shit a lot, and he says, do not eat a whole one. <laughs> so I ate half, which apparently was still too much. That's too much. It was too much. She's done what? It was too much. So my <laughs> ex is with me, and I'm driving, and she's just like, are you, uh, you good? And I go, yeah, no, I'm good. And then I don't know whatever, five minutes later. You were not good. I was not good. <laughs> All of a sudden I was like, everyone is going way too fast right now. You know, and I just look, I look over at her and she goes, you want me to drive? And I was like, yes, please. Just, not, just nodding my head. Then it took me like a minute and a half to get to the shoulder from like two lanes over. You know? That's then, exactly how I felt. <laughs> Man, just trying to miss all those ducks and then finding out they're just sandbags sitting on the side of the road. Uh, it was, it's embarrassing. You embarrass yourself. You know? You're like, damn. I, I mean, that's not me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whose uh, house are you at? Where Where are you? Right now, I'm, I'm in, at my sister's house in the cabana room. Here. Oh. It's got like these Scarface type Damn, the world is yours, dude. Huh? The world is yours. I guess so. <laughs> Everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Oh. <laughs> I gotta get a beer. Be back. Go get a beer. I got some tall Go boys here. Right. I got this all dude. It's all these beers the shit. I got the tallest boy. <laughs> this is uh, this is seven percent. Damn, I'm six five, and they're tall ones, and they're still sixteen ounces. That's only sixteen. What do you got? Twenty four. What is this thing? Let's see. Maybe I I got I got one recently, and it was like one extra ounce. It was like twenty five ounce. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> you know what I mean? that extra ounce, man. That's Oh man, that's. Like, is it raining? Yeah, those are. Yeah, those are those those five minute kettlebell workouts I saw you doing. <laughs> no, no, not five minutes. Four minutes. That's where it's at. That's right. Four minute exercises. That's <laughs> all you need. Four minutes a day, Jad. Heck yeah. 
Where are you going? Right Step now, outside for a second. Jazz just cruising through the house. We have people mm-hmm. that are on audio. So just on audio? Yeah, like so I post it up as a as just a actual like podcast itself on iTunes and stuff. Yeah. So I think probably more people listen to it that way than do actually watch it. But we are right. live on Facebook at the moment. Nice. So they can see everything? They can they heard everything. How long do you guys usually do I can't believe you guys have done sixty five of these. Yeah. Who all's been on here? Everyone? Uh um Biton, Mason, Nate Adams, Kenny Bell, uh Javier, Chuck. Oh jeez. Kenny Yoho. Oh Ru- shit. Rudy Waller. Oh man, all those guys, huh? Dude, my, so Kenny Yoho is doing races. He's doing like a race series down in Florida yeah. now. Him and my dad are like good. It's so weird. Him and my dad are good friends now. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, just talk to Kenny. I'm like, that's that's nuts. <laughs> like, I'm sure the relationship is much different than ours was back in the day. Right. Right, we we had a much different one with him. We have a much different view of Kenny than your dad does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, do you remember that show we did in Ocala Pavilion? Uh, with your Bach band, me, you, and Kenny. Kind of. Yeah, that was the that was I think that was the first. Might have been the first or second show I'd ever done. And we were at the pavilion in Ocala, <laughs> tiny, tiny little, little building. Agricultural in, uh, center. Yes, that's what it was. It was the it was the ag center, and uh, and you had your box fan landing there, and it was my second show, and I was like, oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be super badass, and I'm gonna ride up on these cars, and then I'm gonna ride off the top of them. Cause that that's a good idea. Yeah, go ahead. And, I already know. And I, I remember that now. Yeah. Oh, and I definitely did not wheelie off the car at all <laughs> and just endoed right off into my face. And I mean, it, it's good now because I can tell the younger guys. I'm like, hey, if you're thinking about riding up on the cars, don't do it. It's they're a bad slick. idea. Not, it's not going to work out. They're slick and they're not. None of them are just flat. So right. you're for sure going to spin and, out sideways. <laughs> and there's condensation up there. And... Yeah, that was a that was a bad idea. But what is learn I chose? Wheeling off the, the cars at monster truck shows. Oh. I never, I just let Goodyear do the burnout sound because I was like, nah, I'm just going to Yeah, but that's <laughs> after they were crushed. I think they, he went out in intros or something and it was not oh, yeah. crushed yet. Right off, just right off the rip. It yeah. was a smooth, it was three cars lined up and I was like, okay, this is my second show. I don't have that many tricks. I'm going to ride a wheelie right off the top of this car and <laughs> didn't even lift, my front end didn't lift at all and I just went, boom, car wheeled right over to my face. <laughs> It was it was me, Clint, and uh, Kenny, and I think we jumped like we had it pretty far back. We must have been jumping like forty eight, forty nine feet at the max. Because the ceiling or something? Because the ceiling height? 
<laughs> we could, well, yeah, we, the building was so short, too. I think that's probably all the further we could go, but... Oh man, we did the biggest heel clickers back then. One of those <clears throat> where you start pulling the takeoff ramp back and then you get to a point where you have to push the landing back now <laughs> so you can get in between the rafters. Yeah. Well, otherwise, like, because the rafters, you start, like, either you're going to hit them on the way up or the way down. So you need to peek right in between them. So you're, gonna, you're like, okay, we're going to have to move the ta- landing back now so we're, like, still in the sweet zone. And it's good because no one can see your tricks anyways because you're up half the rafters, so. <laughs> Move around a lot? Yeah, you just like. You do everything you like this. You just, your head, <laughs> you're like, do cliffhangers with your arms, like, just by your head and your neck's, like, pulled down as hard yeah. as you can. And everything's, like, lightning fast. Yeah. Dude, we do shows like that. We did a circus like that. Dino's doing rock solids and stuff. Like, the fastest fucking... <laughs> I think we're jumping 50 feet. And they're telling, oh, yeah. don't the bleachers like, uh, remember AJ? Oh, yeah. Clint? Yeah. He under ended up under the bleachers, and that's all they said to us. No, was, it was a stage. Huh? It was a stage. Stage, that's what it was. There was like a but stage at the end like, of the thing. Yeah, of course we're going to try to not do that. Like, that's our main, that's one of our checklist things. Don't. Get stuck under the bleachers or stage. Yo, he had a life-altering like epiphany while he was stuck underneath that stage. Let me tell you, because he, he disappeared after that. Yo, well, because he even come out and was just like, "I could have died," and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Hey, if you really worry about every time you could have died, you know what I mean? You won't do anything. So just yeah." yeah. You can walk out your front door and say that, God yeah. dang, I could have just, I, I could have died right there. I could have I could have slipped fell and broke my neck. Dude, I tell people I all the time, they're like, you should quit riding. And I'm like, listen, if I quit, got hit by a fucking car, walking down the street, I'm going to be real mad. Right? <laughs> right. So let me I'm haunting you. <laughs> right. And that's how it happened, too. You'd, you'd quit and then it'd be like, oh, well, guess stupid. what? There's something wrong with you now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You gotta get pushed out really hard. Like, exactly. Like looking at your leg over your triple plants. Then you go, all right, I'm a little tired. Maybe I'll come back later. And then you don't, and it's like a vague drift off. Because if you just quit, quit. Like, you can't announce you're going to quit. No. That's, that's, that's like saying, that's this last lap. You're done. Right. Right. I keep saying that. I'm like, this has got to be my last year. They're like, is this really your last year? I'm like, Maybe. Maybe I don't know. It, freestyle, it, freestyle for a long time. I know. You can race. I mean, like, look at Reed this weekend. I know it's crazy. Off the couch. That was bad. That old, I know that old man had it in him. I didn't think he did. I couldn't believe he pulled both hole shots over us. I was like, holy yeah, cow! When does Reed hole shot? Never. I Never. didn't think not. Not since he was on a YZ426 or something back in the day. <laughs> he never whole shots. He whole shots both. In the yeah. mud. Yeah. Key. Best and day ever to decide the whole shot. He took that grass line. That's where That was the yeah, key. Yeah, he was on that. The grass line. Hooking up, I think. Yeah, it's the it's same line Hampshire it. took in the 250 class, right? Right up the inside no, of the second row. Yeah, that was a good race. For a shithole, you know? Yeah. I know. Why are they going to keep going back there? I feel like that track, it's always muddy or 
They need to uh, make uh, it like the beginning of the of the series or something. I feel like the time, the month or Glenn whatever Howard? it is, it rains there every year. It's the yeah, they need to go to Glen Helen. I mean, you know it's going to... There's a good chance it's probably going to be dry at Glen Helen for the <laughs> final. You know, that's what they used to do back in the day, but I don't know. Keep it in the Midwest, I guess. That's weird anyway, right? Lucas is out that way. Oh, that's right. They're from Indianapolis, uh, huh? Yeah. So that's probably why. They have TV run half it. Yep, it's all... It's all conspiracy, guys. Oh, conspiracy theories. Here we go. Mm-hmm. This is usually when we get deep into them, and then yeah. uh, the, the podcast gets shut down. <laughs> they take you off, that's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't do Twitter anymore. They, they blocked our account. Damn. Nah, they did. Damn. We, no, they didn't. No, we don't like to read. <laughs> we're not a fan of reading, so we're like, Twitter... Everybody yeah. just reads. It sounds. Can you hard. post pictures to Twitter, then we might use it, and then they want you to write something with exactly, it. Exactly, but it's like I got if I go to Twitter and I see a, it's a link for a picture. Nobody's got time for I, that. I don't. I don't even have a Twitter. I, I literally, I do, that I haven't been on in forever. I have. I have Instagram because Berlu was like. Uh, he like shame being getting it. He's like, dude, you don't have Instagram. It's 2015. I'm like, what? What Instagram? He's like, what? And then he made me got it made me get it. And then that's the only thing I use now is Instagram. Right? That's the only thing, dude. <clears throat> right, Facebook. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like the. I mean, except for we're live, and everybody, everybody should watch our show live on Facebook. Other than that, right. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I feel. We should just start running live on Instagram. Um, do they have Instagram live? We should just do it on... Uh, they got Instagram TV. We can do that, right? Uh, I guess I could start posting the podcast to that, maybe. I don't know how to use Instagram not on a phone, though. Like, no, on a computer, it's weird. Sucks. Like, I do it for the... It is weird. It's a little different on a computer. It doesn't work. 100% same. You can look at stuff, but it's not like you can't even post from your computer, I don't think. I don't think so. At all. At all? Instagram. I'm sitting here watching Javier get his neck twisted around. Oh no. Oh no. Dang, that. that. You ever see that one? No, I feel like that's what my crash looked like with my foot hungover. I don't know. You, you just landed it and bounced a little bit, and then was like, went right real hard. Oh, you, did you see it? Yeah, I was out in the stands, but I watched the whole thing. Yeah, you, how, did it, you were like Shaolin, come back, catch, come. try again. Nope, I don't think it's gonna work. Started to sit down, didn't get down, didn't get down far enough, and then just anybody did video of it? Uh, not that I've seen. If you maybe if you, if you Google you like, or uh, search like Lake Erie Speedway or something, maybe I don't know. I remember doing shows and then getting on YouTube trying to find like 
my wrecks and stuff. Yeah, it's, they're hard to find. I can never find them. Especially now, like, well, now it's probably easier, but back you, then it's like you need Ray. Ray will find that shit. You ride with Ray, and then like an hour later, he's reposted like six videos, and I'm like, where the fuck did you find all this stuff? And he's like, hey man, it was on whatever. It's on the internet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I just found all this stuff. What was Lake Erie like? Uh, uh, it was a... No, a pole. Uh, was it a monster truck or a circus? It was a... Uh, cycle cycle circus. circus. It was a real cycle circus. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of no, like, bikes, bicycles, motorcycles, all kinds of cycles. Gotta filter it. Was it a week ago? A month ago? Uh, two weeks, right? Yeah. Two last, weeks ago, yeah. Last weekend I raced, and then the weekend before well, was that. It was like it's like been a week and three days. I think it's been like ten days since that one. Exactly. Right. Ten yeah. days exactly, Nick. Ten days. Yeah, ten, ten days. days. Uh, YouTube. Ten days. Here. I had a good black eye. I, I mean, you can't see it anymore, but... No, he did. Almost immediately uh, after, I was like, yeah, the side of your face looks a little bit fucked up. I'm I was like, hurt. not so much here or right here, but right, <laughs> right across in, right here. In. I was like, yes, I see it. I see it. And then some lady's like, she saw me the next day and I had a scab on my face and stuff, and she's like, were you not wearing your helmet? I'm like, this is with a helmet and goggles, like... I don't know how I yeah. scraped my face, but it happened. You're my like, goggles were still on. You're like, listen, there would be a flat spot in my head right here. Right, had, right. Had I not had any of that on. Oh, my God. That have been so bad. I bet she thought that your girlfriend beat you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what she was saying, too, Gentile. She's like, all these people probably think we had, like, a domestic dispute. Yeah. I'm like, I know, and you were right. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> some white, exactly, some white kid with a fiery black woman. Right. For sure getting yeah, your face somebody, painted. Somebody was talking when they should have been listening, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like the nicest person that I met the whole I, weekend. Uh, I know, she didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> she just did not want to hear it. She was overhearing about dirt bikes. I know, she's so over the dirt bike talk. <laughs> you get it. You ride dirt. I, and then all my, of course, she just meets like, the only friends I have are dirt bike friends pretty much. I, I'm never home long enough to, you know, kick it with any old high school buddies or yeah. anything like that. So it's only dirt bike You're guys. You're not going to relate to them anyway. Right. And then so when I am home, I'm at the track. And just talking about sitting at the front talking dirt bikes with other people, and I, mean, I get it, it gets old, but hey, that's what you life know. I huh? That's what you know. I know, that's the thing. I'm like, it's the only thing I have to relate with these guys is different, stupid stories of riding dirt bikes. Yeah. But she's like, I know, but I just feel like it's always like, Oh, oh, we went to this one strip club in Dayton, Ohio, the living room. It was bring your own beer. I saw some girl smash a beer can with her vagina. It was awesome. 
Let's get into that sure. story because that sounds like a great story. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that is a true story. That was the first strip club I ever went to. She gets mad because it's the best stories that, of anybody. <laughs> right. I actually it just... Great, it, was in, it was in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, one of my buddies took me there. It was called The Living Room. And you had to bring your own beer. And we both finished our beers. And then he split a tent up there. And the girl, this lady, smashed a beer can with her vagina. <laughs> and then her vagina was bleeding after that. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, I was like, do we have to tip her extra because of that? Or, you know, yeah, I feel getting... like you should for the minute. He's like, no, nah, no. She's always like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> so she has a leathery, scabby vagina. Oh. She did. <laughs> Dude, I just had a conversation with the lady at the um, liquor store while I was buying my beer. She's like, will you take $2 bills? And I'm like, I don't care. They, You know what I mean? Money. Yeah, I yeah. give them away. She's like, she's like, uh, well, a lot of people don't want to take them. Because, like, the lady in front of me, she, it was like, do you want these $2 bills? And she's like, no. And then she asked me, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, who the hell cares? I can still spend these. So, anyway, I so said, where did you get all of them from? She said, some customer came in and paid us, like, 20 bucks and $2 bills. And I was like, that's really weird. Which, But then it reminded me of a... I said, I don't remember exactly where this was, but I went to a strip club that would only give you change in $2 bills, so you had to tip yeah. the twos. I, yes, I, I've been to places <laughs> like that. Genius. Where, like, oh, where yeah, at? can I get some ones? They're like, try again. Here, you'll get all these. I'm like, oh, I thought these were supposed to be special. Like, <laughs> Dude, remember when you get a two dollar bill from your grandpa yes. or something like that? <laughs> there's a YouTube like, oh video. There's a video amazing. with Paul and I. Now that you say that, there's a video with Paul and I. Leave after we left there. It's one of our old YouTube videos, probably on his channel. And um, I was like, I thought these were some kind of sacred timepiece, like you right. know, insane thing like you said. Yeah, like, they don't make them anymore. And I'm like, all of a sudden, they literally had stacks of fucking $2 bills. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Brand new. It's ridiculous. I know. I, I thought the same thing when I got them all. I was like, I just got $100 in $2 bills. Damn. It's gotta be Grandpa worth, would be so proud of me right now. That would be worth at least, like, <laughs> If he could only see me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are collectibles, right? No, they're not. They're worth two bucks a piece. Yeah, they're two bucks. Ah, oh, shit. Like, God damn it. You know, your grandma was like, hey, we got to get Chad something for his birthday. And he's like, I don't know. He reached in his pocket. Give him the $2 bill. <laughs> it smells like, smells like baby powder is covered in glitter. He's <laughs> like, I just came back from Christie's Cabaret. Give him the $2 bill. I didn't I use what? this one. He won't know the difference. Tell him it's worth a lot. Like, damn, <laughs> it's full of glitter. It's uh, <laughs> rare, and it smells like well, it's delicious. Yeah, it smells like vanilla. <laughs> oh my gosh, strippers always be smelling like vanilla. It's some, from what I've heard, it's yeah. some weird time. Allegedly. 
baby powder and some sort of weird essential oil. Cocoa like. butter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the stretch marks. <laughs> oh, you guys going to different places? I'm talking about the place with the stretch marks. Oh, I've been to some places where they didn't bother to cover them up. Hey, I've I've picked up. I mean, I've gone some places where, like, you walk in the place and they're like, "Listen, the strippers should not be touching you." I'm like, "Wait, what? They should be touching me?" They're like, "You heard us. If we see it, you're out of here." I'm like, "I, I thought I'm not supposed to be touching it." All right, here we go. Yeah, how am I supposed to stop this? How am I supposed to stop them from touching me? Don't do that. <laughs> I walked in and I see Jason over there and I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, it's my buddy Jen. And the girl wraps her arm around me. I'm like, this girl shouldn't be touching me right now, Jason. Did you not hear the guy? I was like, I, we got to get out of here. This <laughs> was like the best breaking... pitch ever. Like, don't let the girls touch you. <laughs> I know. Like, it, it threw me off guard for a second because I was like, wait, wait a minute. Wait, the girl shouldn't be touching me? I'm like, I shouldn't... Aren't you supposed to say I'm not supposed to be touching the girl? Maybe they like, should. Uh, maybe he should be having a conversation with them. Maybe he's having a conversation with the wrong people. <laughs> That's a, hey, that girl was not too coherent. She couldn't. She was not on a functioning level. Hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh my god, what are we doing? They're so ripped. You have to police. And of course, them Jay- them. Jason's like, oh. You want to stay or should we leave? I'm like, dude, please let's leave. Like, the girl was, she might have been in her second trimester. I don't know. But oh. <laughs> it was bad. That's Ocala strip clubs for you. Body shots. Body, they call it, it's, it's called body shots because it looks like they took a few body shots. <laughs> They're pretty beat up. Have you ever been to um, Platinum Club in Fort Lauderdale? No, I thought you were going to say Cafe Risque, because that's like... Oh, I've been there. I know, everybody's been there. Well, I was there because of J-Row. Of course you went there with we, J-Row. <laughs> <laughs> we were driving, and all of a sudden he's like, hey, we're going to pull in here. So we go in there, and he goes, don't tell my brother, because Jack was sleeping in the back. And he woke me up <laughs> while we were in the parking lot, and he's like, hey, we're getting breakfast, or whatever. So we wake him up, we go in there, and I had some chick shaking her beaver over my eggs. And I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, can you put well, a hairnet on that thing? Back up a little bit? Yeah, exactly. Hairnet. <laughs> I know. When, when he came down last year, he's like, oh, I'm about an hour away. And then, like, an hour later, I messaged him and was like, where are you guys at? He's like, an hour away. Oh, we packed the cafe risque. Had to stop for some tits and grits, if you know what I mean. I'm like, oh, I know what you mean. That's pretty clear. Yeah, tits and grits. Uh, oh my gosh. Bacon and beaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, I never got that. I never got that, like, girls dancing over my chicken strips yeah, and stuff. Not, you know, they're like, not really that good either. No, the chicken strips are awful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're shaped weird. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even have any honey mustard with them. Cafe Risque. I tell people all the time up here about it. Yo, strip clubs up here suck. In New Jersey. In Jersey? Yeah. 
Because, uh, so the, the stage is inside the bar. The bar is like a, you know, circle or whatever, an L or something. So then there's like a stage inside the bar. So you're yeah. just sitting at the bar getting drinks. And then as soon as they get off stage, they just walk around the bar and hit everybody up for a dollar. And I'm like, right. I didn't enjoy it. Like, get the fuck, go on. But they just, yeah. they're all uh, like Russian or something. And they just stare at you and they're like, tip. Yes, tip. Dude, I went, I went to a place in Miami and I shit you not, I went up there and had my dollar and the, the girl was dancing and she's like, oh, what do you want me to do? And I was like, well, can yes. you... Obviously, all these guys are like laying there and they're taking it out of their mouth with you know, with their tits and stuff, and I'm like, okay, well, can you rub your belly and pat your head at the same time? And she got offended by that. Like, she was upset. Like, I wanted to see a trick. I was like, okay, let me see a real good trick. I was like, rub your belly and pat your head, and she's like, how degrading. How, why would you ask me to do that? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, look Oh, well, obviously I've embarrassed myself. Here's your dollar. God. <laughs> and then I went to another girl, and she did it, and she was pumped about it. <laughs> and she was a pretty and cool then, lady. <laughs> and then they got, a fu- they got in a fight in the locker room. Yeah, how dare you do that? Don't. We're not here for tricks. She's like, listen, <laughs> this is a reputable establishment, all right? We're not doing hard like, tricks no. here. Without your hands or mouth. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's like, she's like, she's like, hand jobs, that's fine, but no rubbing right, your belly behind your head. I'm not getting bossed down. Some rubbing tugs will do that, but no one's rubbing their head and patting their belly. Nobody's not rubbing and tugging themselves, all right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Nick's never been to a strip club. I've heard some stories on the internet now from you guys as well as others. This is crazy. I know it's not. It's it's you won't like it. I promise you. Um, (laughs) It's not something you're gonna like. It's it makes me want to vomit every time I go. It's horrible. (laughs) You're like these girls. There's no clothes in this place. You're like. (laughs) There's no clothes and no dads. I'm overdressed. I'm obviously overdressed compared to everyone else here. I'm <laughs> not feel comfortable, but I mean personally, I like, I like nine dollar drinks. That's just all the the ladies. Nick would go in there and he would uh, definitely try to dad them. He'd be their dad. He'd be like, "Listen, you don't need to do this." What do you do? What are you doing? All here? right. <laughs> You're better. Does somebody not love you? I mean, I roll in like Joel Olstein. Come here. Can you need a hug? Give me. Give. Let me give you a. Come here. You're better than this. I'll give you a dollar uh, too. Here, I'll give you a dollar and a hug. It's like no. I gave you a dollar. Get off me. Stop. I thought you were gonna quit doing this. What? <laughs> okay. What was all this dollar talk about? <laughs> I gave you a two dollar bill. You were going to quit the game, I thought. He's like, if you want to repent, give me your dollar. <laughs> yeah. That's all Joel Olstein. Oh, shit. But you can't stay in my cathedral if it's flooding. I don't care that it's flooding, all right? 
You have to get yeah, that. It was, it was 30 people playing. Come on. It was what? Dirty or 30? <laughs> dirty. <laughs> Wait, I gotta get another drink here. Do we have time for that? Yeah, get a drink. Yeah, we always got time. Time out. We always got time for a drink. I was gonna offer. I was gonna say I had Jaeger, but then it's I'm the only one drinking it, and that's not any fun. Yeah, do Why it. Do you put a that sounds light? amazing. Huh? Do it. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't want to drink Jaeger by myself. I'm drinking with you. I got the Combat Edison, boy. I got I got the Wild Ranch. Uh, all these IPA. It's fucking really good, actually. Where is that made? I don't know. Aldi's? They probably make it in India. In Aldi. This is from Forked River, New Jersey. Uh, brewed and bottled in uh, Rochester, Rochester, New York. This is by you. This is by right where uh, Jad is at. Jad's in Buffalo. It's like uh, probably an hour and a half or something. <clears throat> probably as far as I am from old Forked River. Did you freeze up, Nick? Nick freezed. He's totally, he's totally stuck now. He set his beer down too hard on the counter. Maybe my internet froze because Jad's not back either. And I can't even check anything because it will stop the recording. There we go. Jad's back. Oh, is it just you now? Well, he froze up. Oh. He's in one of those flyover yeah. states, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Hey, what happened? Yeah. He's just out in the field. Yeah. He's in the middle so, of a cornfield, just podcasting. So are you going to be at that Patterson show? Um, I don't well, know. Well, obviously on, on the last day, right? Are you yeah, picking up the, ramp, up the ramp, yeah. For sure, so. Whatever, when's that, Monday? Yeah, probably. I'll text so, Jason, he'll text me like uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Let me know. Yeah, that's usually how I am, too. I'm so bad. Oh. Well, I'm so hard to get a hold of. You are kind of bad. He just, he sleeps uh, Oh, late I'm the too. worst. He sleeps late, like, so I, I was there, and he needed to pay me for, like, bringing the ramps down and fuel and shit, and mm-hmm. I'm just, like, you know, in his, staying in his bus, and I woke him up, and then I walked out, and he was snoring within a minute. So I'm just, oh, like, yeah. I'm like, hey, dude, like, just... Pay me so I can just leave. You know what I mean? Then I'll be out of your right. hair. I don't want to wait until 1 o'clock to fucking start my five-hour drive home. Let me go. Right? I've already waited until 11. This. We're talking about J-Row, right? Yeah. There you go. You're back. Face down? What? Yeah. Was he just face down, passed out on the floor? No, he was in his bed in the back of his bus. But I'm like, I woke him up, he woke up, and then I walked back out of the room. And, or maybe I wasn't like, you know how like the RVs are. So there's the main thing, and then the bathroom's kind of like right there. You got to close another door. And um, 
I'm like brushing my teeth or something, I wake him up and then I'm brushing my teeth and I already hear probably a minute later I hear snoring. <laughs> and like he's just, what, he's just back asleep already. Like eleven o'clock. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like he's just back asleep now. Fuck. <laughs> See, that's what used to drive me nuts because I wake up super early. Like, yeah. I get up at 7.30, yeah. 8 o'clock in the morning. That's how um, I was. All morning I was, like, slowly packing my stuff up to get ready to leave and, like, right. cooking up and to you're trying band. to stretch it out so you don't have to wake him up. You're like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'll take my t- – I'll go get breakfast at Waffle House exactly. and come back. And, yeah, I – man, I would do the same thing with Dyson. Like yeah. he, oh, dude, don't wake him up before eleven. He's pissed. Dude, eleven. Like he doesn't was, respond until like don't two. Don't make noise before eleven. Yeah, I would. I would go to sleep at. I mean, I fall asleep pretty early, like probably eleven o'clock at night, and then, but I'm up at seven thirty just doing stuff, and I'd have to sit there at those truck stops all day long till three o'clock, and I'm like, dude. Oh my gosh, it would drive me nuts, and I mean, yeah, it. I he always would. I still text him to this day, and I'm like, "Wake up, bitch! If it's any time before like lunchtime." Oh like, yeah, text me. Yeah, my dad when he stayed at the track, my dad would be like, uh, "Has Tim stepped out of his camper yet?" I'm like it's one o'clock. He's not going to be out for another three hours at least. He's not even up that late, is he? Huh? He's not even up that late, is he? No. Oh, I I don't know. He's he's man. He would stay up all night on his golf cart or his uh, ranger. <laughs> stay up till seven o'clock in the morning at the track, just driving really? around looking for Bigfoot. And <laughs> I don't think he ever found him. He says he did, but I don't believe him. <laughs> he he probably did. Tim found him. Everybody's oh, yeah. looked for how long? Um, I bet you Tim found him at Hard Rock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's being UFOs. Oh, you won't believe the UFOs I saw last night. Yo, Bigfoot loves motocross. Huh? Bigfoot loves motocross. Everyone does. knows that. I want to get some of those silhouettes cut out and set them around the track for people to go find them. Like, just different places at Hard Rock. And see if you can find all of them. And then if you do, I mean, maybe you won the prize. I don't know. How are you going to know if they found them? They got to take pictures. I don't. Yeah, they got to take pictures with That's a good idea. Take pictures with them. No, I thought about buying or at least making a bunch of the silhouettes and setting them in the hills because there's 100 acres there and just seeing if people can find different ones. But. You need to come down there and rip sometime. Yeah, it's been a while. I came down there when uh, Paul lived there. We did that contest there, remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was at Arena Cross, I think. Well, the actual contest got rained out anyway. Yeah. We, um, I think we practiced the day before a bunch and it was sick. And then that night it just started raining and rained all friggin' day. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, oh, I should go do that. And I'm like, nah, not good enough to go do the contest. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Well, nobody ended up riding anyway, so. 
Yeah, when was that? Like 05? Cause... Sounds about right. What the hell is that? Are you gambling, Nick? I don't know. Nick, what are you gambling on? See? Here it is. See? The flyover state internet, you hear me? Sounds like a robot. What what town does he live in? Grant Park. Oh, Grant Park? I know where that's at. You know? It's a trashy neighborhood. See? Just robots in Grant Park. Mm-hmm. I'm on my phone. Use your Can robot you hear voice. Me? Yeah, barely. Barely. You sound uh, autistic. Like, you sound like an autistic robot. You do. He's, He's gone. He's very offended by that. Uh, I'm out. We <laughs> <laughs> lost him. The human. We lost him at Autistic uh, Robot. That's not funny. I've been autistic since 02. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming back. You're less autistic. It went away a little bit. Um, uh, it's back. It's back. What is going on with that thing? Um, from what I gathered, he's on his phone. Uh, using that internet. He's gone. And he's, he's in a, in, and he's in a cornfield. Too much GMOs out there. Shut him down. Oh, I know. Oh, I went to North Boone High School out there, and it was cornfields around the whole school. Like, I grew up in a cornfield. In fact, all the farmers hated us because... You arrived. We had four, well, we had 40 acres, and... Instead of planting beans that year, my dad planted some dirt jumps, added a little bit of water, they grew, and then we had a full-blown motocross track. And then they all had their cows and stuff, and they hated us with a passion. Because you guys would scare the cows with the bikes, or what? I mean, that's what they thought, but we were so we were pretty far away from them. I mean, our closest... We were the only people on our road, but... You set up a dirt bike track in northern Illinois, people get pissed off, I guess. But didn't stop old man Knox, he didn't care. Okay Knox. Who used yeah. to call you K Knox? Paul? Huh? Nope. Before Who? that. Yoho? Jim, Jim Chester. Oh shit, Jim Chester. <laughs> the one man gang. Yep. Yeah, he uh, he's who he's who hooked me up with Fly this year again. Like, does he work for uh, him or something? Yep. Yeah, he works for him. And I was all bent out of shape because I didn't I didn't get the contract that I wanted. And I was like, gosh, I can't believe I didn't I can't believe I'm not getting anything. And my dad's like, call Chester up. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna call Chester. And he's like, hold on a second, man. And talked to somebody and got me some gear I was like heck yeah and then Jason Thomas ended up hooking me up so it was a good deal but yeah he's working for Fly now 
He's, I haven't talked to him in forever. I need to call him. I keep on saying that. I'm, but You're I don't. Busy man. I'm. I'm not that busy. I just. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to set an hour aside to have conversations with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, oh, I, I want to call Jim, but am I going to have an hour to talk to him? You know what I mean? Like, maybe yeah. that's a bad way to think about stuff, but. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't call anybody either. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm really so bad. bad about it. Like, people think that I'm just a. I get into the day-to-day, like, shit that I'm doing, and then... Right. I just don't... I don't call anybody. I don't think to contact somebody that's, you know, far away, which... Right. Exactly. When If I'm 100 miles within your vicinity, I will call you. Yeah. If I think about... If, if something reminds me of you, I'll be like, oh, shit, I gotta call this guy. And see if he wants to come to a show. Hey, you want to come see a show? Yeah. You know, that's what I'll do. But other than that, I mean, I, I don't know. If, if I'm on the road, I don't, I don't know. I'm bad about it. It was but. always weird to me when we were driving and people would just call random people. They're like, hey, man. Yes. What are you doing? And then they just sit there and talk. And you're like. This is weird, or am I weird that I don't do that? Like, I don't know. I know, that's how I feel. Like, when I drive, I'm thinking about stuff the whole time. Yeah. And so, I, and that's and that's partly the problem is that I never had my phone on me. Like, when I'm driving, I leave my phone away because I'm focused on driving, but, and then when I'm at the track, I don't have my phone on me because I'm either riding dirt bikes or on a dozer or a tractor, so I don't need my phone, you know yeah. what I mean? No one's going to be calling me, and I'm not going to be calling anyone, but, I don't know, at the same time, it's like, oh, you were, or you'll get that call from somebody, and they'll be like, oh, you you did a show here, and you didn't even call me? Yeah. I forgot that you even lived there, are yeah. you kidding? Yeah, like, I'm the same way. It may be our concussions. It, that's, that's what I mean. Yep, CTE. That's it. CTE. Now we got. <laughs> yeah. Now we got a reason. No, mm-hmm. I, de- I definitely like. I have a really. I do remember now. I always remembered not to get onto the cars before they were crushed, but I didn't right. necessarily remember the exact instance of why until you brought that up, and then I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, that's why I said I go. They weren't crushed yet." Because I remember no. something a long time ago being like somebody got onto one they not crushed and crashed her face off. Yeah. Yep. And yep. you brought it up and I was like, Oh yeah, that does make sense. I do remember that now. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was a life lesson. Yeah. And then and then we went to a Halloween party after that. Do you remember oh, that? No. Do you remember going to Gainesville? We all went to Gainesville. That was Halloween weekend. You were there. Maybe. Yes, you were. When you tell me stuff, I do, like, people tell me stuff and I start to clip in, but I'm like, am I just making that up in my head, or do I actually remember that? No, you were there. It was me, you, Kenny, my sister, who's standing right here, and and, uh, we went to a block party in Gainesville, 
And Yoho kept being like, he was like, you guys ready for a blast? You guys want to do a blast so far? <laughs> you remember that, Ashley? <laughs> Yeah. That was, that was definitely Yoho. <laughs> he definitely hooked up with some chick in the hallway and then went into the bedroom. Dude, where did we stay? At her place? Your place? I don't know. Where did we stay that night? We... Oh, yeah. We drove... We were staying at my buddy Sage's house in Ocala. You were there. I know you were there. Because there was three of us. I'm not we saying that I wasn't. I don't, I really have, I have people come on here all the time and tell me stories. Oh, and the I'm same like, thing. It makes I'm me like, feel like I have Alzheimer's. I'm like, like, listen. Do you I, remember that time we went bowling and you threw that ball down the lane? Exactly. And I'm like, what? I wouldn't be doing I got better I'm like, I wish I did. I wish I did because that sounds awesome, but I don't remember any of that. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was... <laughs> It was a good night. I mean, we didn't have costumes or anything. I don't think we were just we were just there. Just like, running it. Downtown Gainesville College. It was a UF party, University of Florida party. Like whole block shut down, and we all went out. Right after that show, we left that show and went straight to get straight to Gainesville. Sounds right. Yeah. Especially with you and Candy. Oh, uh, yeah. Good time. It was a wild night. It was. What happened to Nick? Did we lose him? Yeah, his internet shuts off sometimes. It heats up or something. I don't know what the fuck happens. Or or he gets yelled at by his wife, maybe, and he just needs to bail out. I'm not really entirely sure. <laughs> so are you ever going to do any more shows? or? Um, probably not ride any. No. I, I haven't even jumped a ramp in probably three years. Yeah, but it's like something you don't ever forget, yeah, right? I don't, I, think, mean, I don't think that I wouldn't jump one and just be like, whatever, it's normal, but right. I just haven't. All right. and, and I really don't have a freestyle bike anymore. I just have a the bike I race is all set up. That's what I want. Huh? I said that. Yeah, that's what I want. I don't want a freestyle bike. I want to have a nice YZ250. That's just a moto bike that I can just ride the wheels off of. Yeah, I got a um, CRF450 13. I got a 06 YZ250. That um, I I don't think I think it just has stock suspension, but I don't have um, an airbox for it. I've been procrastinating, procrastinating on getting an airbox for like four years, but it just needs an airbox and it's ready to go. <laughs> On the 06? <laughs> yeah. And one of my friends yeah, that's I... can do suspension, so I'll probably have him just set suspension up. Is that the bike you were jumping before? Was the 06? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, See, my... it was like the last bike that I bought, so it's still pretty men. Hell yeah. That's a, I got a 13 YZ250, and I cut the airbox out, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go race this hair scrambles race with it. And then, so I had to add foam to the seat, 
and I put khaki pants over it. <laughs> like, nice. I, I didn't have a seat cover because nothing would fit over it. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to use this old pair of khaki pants. That way I have a pocket in the front. In the middle, I can put stuff in, keep my wallet in there. Definitely not my phone because I never carry that. Yes. But other stuff I put in there. And then uh, for the air box, I just duct taped over it and ran it. Nice. And the air scramble? What about the suspension? I feel like that's the biggest issue. Well, that's the thing is the suspension. I mean, it felt pretty stock. And I I mean, I only weigh 155 pounds anyway. So it's if it's stock, it's usually set up for me. I can usually go ride it. But I'm... On what? Uh, ramps or tracks? Huh? On ramps or tracks? Tracks. It, I... I don't know what it was set up for, but, I mean, it felt pretty decent in the woods. It probably could have been better, but, I don't know, I rode it around all right. <laughs> I could it ride. sucked off a ramp. So I jumped it off a ramp, and I was like, wow, this bike sucks. Like, that, it, it didn't feel good for that at all. I can ride, like, a brand new bike with the clickers pretty much, like, turned all the way in. Uh, like for a month and then once it breaks in the suspension's too soft well how much do you weigh? like 175 that's uh, I don't know maybe I just don't notice it that much I try to ignore a lot of stuff like Mason when I saw Mason I'd had my 450 for two years and he's like oh He's like, Jed, do you need to check your air forks? I'm like, check my air forks? What for? He's like, you don't check them? I'm like, no, I've never checked them. He's like, oh, you need to, like, check them every time you ride. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. That's Where, crazy. Do you have a 13, you said? I have a 14. 14. So it's the, yeah. almost exactly the same as the bike I Exact got. same bike, yeah. Dude. Exact same they bike. They heat up and even change in a race, like up to two pounds yeah depending on if I, they're cold oh he gave me the whole spiel on it and I was like oh, that is crazy that's pump. crazy yeah oh I know and I was like okay well give me your pump let me check it and they were exactly at like 29 or Which whatever they're supposed off. to be at. go ahead what? <laughs> I mean what are they supposed to be 31 or something well or? they recommend like um, 34 or 35 or something but I actually run them a little bit softer than that for moto, though, not for freestyle. And then so I checked them that day, and, you know, they seemed, they were both pretty good at 29. And I never checked them again, That was and that was also two years ago. So it's been it's 2018. I've checked them one time. <laughs> Dude. So every time you ride almost, depending on the temperature you have a different spring rate in your forks. Right. Right, you gotta get used to that. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. Like, I'm so... We used to do those ramp-to-ramp IFMAs, and one of the ramps was hit in the back by a um, bobcat or something. There was like a little <laughs> bend in one of the uprights. And I could tell you... Who, we, whose ramp was it? It was the IFMA ramps. But oh. the ramp-to-ramp IFMAs, they were both identical. Except the one got hit with a machine. 
And I'm like, this is the one. Every time they'd set them up, we'd jump them. I'd go, this is the one that got hit with the machine. Come on. And I said, I guarantee you, move the, because they already had the banners over them. And I'm like, right. pull the banner aside. I said, I guarantee this one's Beth. So they'd move them, and they're like, you're right. And I always could tell which one was the was the one with the bend in it. How? Just just by the way it fell? Or? By the way that it kicked me. It kicked different uh, than the yeah. other one. The other one was like, would set you kind of like maybe nose up a teeny bit or like flat. And that one yeah. was like, would want to buck you right off the face. And it was even different from one side to the other, you know, because the one pole was bent and the other one wasn't. But I could always, yeah. I could always tell I'd jump them a couple times. I go, that's the bent one. Nah, you can't tell. I say, yes, you can tell. Move the thing. They go, that is the bent one. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I can tell it. It fucking kicks you. I hated IFMAs. I thought those were so gnarly. I mean, I thought they were fun. I wish I'd done better, obviously, but I didn't think they were that bad. The ramp to dirt IFMAs were gnarly because the run-ins were so short. Yeah, see, I never, I never got to do the ramp to dirt. I only did the, <laughs> I did the, uh, smoke it up to it. The, I mean, the ramp, ramp to ramp one. I mean, ramp it up, not smoke. Oh, ramp it up. Yeah, I've heard of those. Well, that's what they tried to call it, and it never happened, but we used to call it the Smoke It Up Tour. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of safety. Man, I can still remember. That's like, I met Jake Goodyear at one of those IFMA shows. Yeah, I think it was an IFMA show, and I, I don't know exactly what he was doing, but I'm pretty sure he was... Roll, no, it was a monster jam. That's what it was. But he was rolling a blunt up in the dressing room, and I was like, "Oh my god, this this kid's on another level." Okay, like we were getting ready to go out. Yeah. Uh, Michael Graven and I used to smoke in the um, in the shower in the locker room. That's what it was. That's oh. what we were sitting <laughs> in the shower and. Good years over there rolling one up. I was like, oh my god. And then, like, the manager came in or the promoter of the show and, are you guys ready? I'm ready. I'm... It was me, him, Paul Smith, and uh, Jake. The other Jake, uh, Paul's buddy Jake. Man, I can't think of his last name. Yeah, what's his name? From where? Jake man? with the lo- no, he was from Atlanta or Georgia somewhere. Jake with the long hair. I just saw him in St. Louis. We had a great time. Jake? Long-haired Jake yeah. from Georgia. Yeah, Jake. Uh, did he live at Durhamtown or something? I think he did live at Durhamtown, but he also lived at Hard Rock for a while, too. Yeah. Uh, God, I can't think of his last name. Jake? What do you got there? A nice little pen? Jake Gyllenhaal. It was Jake Gyllenhaal, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Jake this Gyllenhaal. is just a CBD, though. What's the CBD? Help with my inflammation. I hear you. Very, What's the difference? That I'm very inflamed. It doesn't get you, like, high. Yeah, that's... Tim likes those things. I bet he does. 
Because he can't handle real weed. He gets the cream and uses the cream. Oh, you need the CBD capsules and the cream. <laughs> That's good for my joints and my glaucoma. <laughs> I haven't used any topical stuff. I should probably get some and put it on my knee. That'd be great if it helped. Yeah, how is your leg feeling? It's alright, it's better. My knee kind of sucks. I don't know why, like, I just tore my meniscus, and I guess I there's a plate there, but I didn't think I messed my knee up that bad, but it still kind of sucks. But it's just mostly, like, inflammation, so I take turmeric and stuff and smoke this thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all you need. Yeah. Take the edge off. Exactly. Had a few beers. Well, dude, I'm pumped that uh, we'll get to hang out again. Yeah, for sure. So, when are you going there? Friday or Saturday? I gotta go down to Casey's house on Wednesday or Thursday. Well, tomorrow or Thursday. And then uh, we'll probably head up there the night before. So... I don't know, what day is the show? Saturday? Yeah. They got a sweet concert the next day, but we're not going to get to see it. You can probably stay and see it. Oh, yeah? What's the concert? Uh, Some country concert, I don't know. Yeah, I don't give a shit about country. Yeah, me neither. I don't I was, know. I thought maybe you were into that. But. No. I was actually looking up open mics there, and uh, there's Thursday and Sunday. And I'm like... Was trying to hit a comedy mic, hoping there was one on Friday, but there is none. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's How was the one in Buffalo? It was good. That's I kind of wanted to just go and do it in another town, like someplace other than here, because I feel like here's probably more a uh, little more competitive, or like. Well, yeah, you got a lot of people from New York City that are coming down and trying to get their name out there a little yeah. bit from well we're so I think most of the people like if I do the open mics in Jersey I think it's mostly Jersey people um but there's yeah. like 20 at open mics here so uh I do also these shows called bringers where you gotta like bring a certain amount of people um in New York City and they'll have actual like pro comedians and stuff so I just figured I don't know I heard it's different and here's like way more uh, like hardcore as far as comedy you gotta be super quick with your jokes and stuff and uh, yeah. so I went out there and yeah I would say the better people there were at the level of like me and other people around here that are doing the open mics there was a couple of, like, two guys that do comedy out there. And, and again, maybe it was just because it was an open mic. They were probably just trying material. But nobody, yeah. when you do them here and you have, like, a professional comedian, like, they fucking slay it. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. It's trying, trying to... I've done an open mic, and trying to do it without rushing through your jokes and, like... I can remember just, uh, you want to try to get off stage as quickly as possible. You're like, oh my God, this is too much. This, everyone's looking at me. Like, 
yeah, I get it. Most people don't know who you are, but it's it's nerve-wracking, man. Why did you, you know say what? you tried to do it? Oh yeah, I've done it. I did it one time. That was it. And well, that's the I first time. Th- the first time. Right, and and that's the thing is, I was like, oh my god, all these people are looking at me. I rushed all my jokes just because I was trying to get off stage. Like that's when you realize yeah. is that a joke that you that you write and you say. It, it's like, complete by yourself. Once you get up there in an actual thing, you, like you said, you're gonna talk through it. Way it's gonna be way shorter on stage than it is like when you make exactly it right. You miss you miss the sale almost. You're like, all right, here we go. I'm gonna sell this thing here. And you're like, well, so I uh, do this or that, and uh, you know, you just yeah. rip through it real quick, and like everyone missed it, and you're like, oh shit, I went way too fast, but. Well, you know, the thing, too, is that, like, you need to set your first 30 seconds of interaction is a big deal. And if you can draw the people in, then you're good. But if you kind of, if you kind of flounder in your first little bit, your whole set's going to suck. So Right, and that's the thing. And they notice when you're nervous and, like, you know, you you don't think you should be up there. And they, so automatically they think you shouldn't be up yeah. there because you think that, you know, you gotta, you gotta develop a relationship with them. I don't, maybe that's why I like having a helmet on when I ride dirt bikes and wave to people. And, yeah, you know I, I mean? agree. I did that for a long time and I even announced stuff and, um. Yeah, so I love that. I, I heard they used to announce with your helmet on with it in your, while yeah, you were riding. Yeah. It's such a cool concept. I was like, man, that that is genius because I I I use you know, I mime stuff while I'm riding. I'll be like cover my goggles or, you know, just try to act out a little different and, Well that but, was my thing is that my whole career I was always jealous of like musicians because they have a direct you know, like back and Connection. forth with the crowd. Yeah, and the crowd right, right. knows Put your all hands the songs. Up, clap your hands and, you know, that exactly. thing. Do so, whatever they think. But not even when I announced with my helmet on because I couldn't really tell the reaction from the crowd, but the times that I, like, straight announced stuff. And I would, I would announce and I would slip jokes in and I could catch the couple of people in the stands that, like, got my jokes. And yeah. then I just started to realize, I was like, I'm just in the wrong, I'm in the wrong, like, scenario. Forum? Yeah. yeah, exactly, the wrong forum. I'm like, yeah. I just need to be in a place where people are expecting you to tell jokes. You know, yeah. so that's what I ended up doing that, and, uh, you know, or thinking that comedy was even, a, even an option. And then I kind of do... Which I'm kind of coming out of it, but um, when I do comedy, I kind of stay, like, shy and awkward. Like, that's the persona that I portray. Because I'm kind of uh, nervous anyway, so if I act more nervous, it just helps. You know what I mean? But if if you're trying to be like, you know, like, all blah, blah, and then you're nervous, it doesn't work. So I played my whole set as, like, I'm kind of a nerd or whatever, or I'm nervous. So that way, because I am nervous, now I don't have to try to play it off. Right. 
And that makes sense too. I uh, I never thought of that because I always, obviously, I went up trying to be the cool guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll, I'll just play cool. Yeah. And and then you're, you know, shaking while you're up there and like, oh god, they, yeah. they can tell that you're just you're terrified to be up there. Dude, in the beginning, I would be breathing so hard because I'm like kind of freaking out so I'm short of breath my breathing is just yeah. so shallow exactly so then I'm like, like talking <laughs> weird yeah and I'm like holy yeah. shit you try to catch your breath and you're, you're like <gasps> yeah. okay hold, hold on a second yeah like, when I when I emceed the arena cross banquets in uh, 2011 or 12 I wrote a whole a whole set out of like all the funny stuff that had happened that year and I was getting ready to read it off. I'm like, all right, here we go. And I was holding the paper in my hand, and my hand was shaking so bad. You could see the paper just, like, yeah. flopping in front of me. And so you bailed like, out. You? And they introduced me, and I was like, uh, uh, can you guys give me one second? And I turned around, and I slammed two martinis back to back. And everybody thought that was hilarious. That They thought that was, like, the opening joke was me drinking yeah. these two drinks. And I'm like... Oh, that was just to calm my nerves and get it going, you know? And after that, I was fine. Like, it's different, though, when you feel like, no, okay, nobody knows who I am at this place. But then when you're doing it in front of all your peers and, you know, people in the industry that know who you are, you're like, oh, shit, hopefully I don't offend anybody and, you know, hopefully it comes out good. But... Oh, it usually does. Dude, That's... the first couple of months, I went by myself to all the open mics. I yeah, wouldn't see, bring anybody. That... I'm like, I don't want to know right. anybody in this room because then I don't necessarily have to see them again. Exactly. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, I want to come see one of your shows. And you're like, no, no, you don't, you don't want to come to anything that I'm doing. Well, like, now, yeah, now I'm like, uh, which I'm like a year and a half or a little more in. So I'm kind of like confident enough at least that I do have some funny bits that I do or I understand like I've just recently come up with some new stuff that I haven't even tried out yet but I'm confident enough in my presentation well the way I write my concept of like I kind of take things and look at it from a different point of view like I have one about uh <clears throat> all these signs in bathrooms that are like wash your hands after you pee and I'm like yeah it doesn't make sense because I'm not worried about touching stuff with dick hands I'm worried about touching my right. dick with I washed my hands, hands before yeah <laughs> I've been with my dick the whole time you know what I mean better right. or worse I know where it was right so it's funny I have, a, I have a whole bit about washing your hands at a strip club and the guy standing there asking you if you and that guy at the strip club who's the bathroom attendant judging you for not washing your hands oh yeah because you don't want to give it a dog right I'm like listen (laughs) I've been running this operation here for 25 years and we've been accident free for almost 20 of those years so (laughs) yeah I don't think I need to wash my hands I'll be alright but yeah, I, I wrote, I put, I posted it on Facebook a while ago. I mean, I probably ten years ago now, but it was a whole bit about washing your hands and how I think 
it, I mean, if, if Dude, you're really worried about touching stuff, you would wash your hands before yeah. you went pee. You yeah. know, that's, that's the key. You know, you gotta wash your hands before and then after if you want to, but usually right. after. For everyone I mean, else. After is for everyone else, before is for you. Right, exactly. And, I mean, no, I get it though. It's good. <laughs> I want to get a, a couple of people together that know the motorcycle industry like we do. There's another guy, Patrick Stevens, that rode street bikes that's now doing comedy. But I think that we could sell, if you had a show like that, you'd sell it to rallies. Or oh, yeah. if you had like super crosses, maybe do some kind of uh, motocross or motorcycle themed comedy show like in the vicinity of Supercross, just do it in conjunction. Not necessarily with them, but use their schedule or something. Right, and go around and make fun of all the different stuff that happens. and Yeah, like, I want to do bike rallies and make jokes like, you know, how the motorcycles always salute each other. They're like, hey, what's up? If you're on a three-wheeler, you're not allowed to salute. I don't care if you got one right. wheel in the front or one in the back, but either way. You have you're struggling with balance, you need to keep both hands on the handlebars. <laughs> you're at, you're <laughs> out of the motorcycle gang if you got a fucking trike, alright? Right. right. If, you have problems with, if you have problems with balance, you do not need to be saluting anybody. You yeah. Just focus on what you're doing. That's right. Alright, dude, we did two hours. Holy shit. Is it really 11 o'clock? Yeah. Damn. Well, time flies when you're having fun, I guess. That's right. That's, what That's why did. I can't talk to any. This is why I can't talk to anybody because I guess it's two, two hours to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let me know. I'm down to do some shit. I got, a, dude. I got a bunch of material. I got notebooks full of stuff. But. That's funny that you've been. See, I'm the exact opposite. I didn't write shit down until I decided to do it. But oh, you, I write everything down. So I never even. Um, I've always thought stuff and weird stuff or whatever or looked at stuff from a different angle and I've never written anything down and I never even was like a huge comedy fan like I don't watch tons of comedy and then like I said the announcing made me realize that kind of maybe I would like to do that and then I started to get into it now I watch other people's comedy more as like Research an instruction, kind of? yeah, yeah, an instruction. Instructional Let me just see what they're doing. How or, to set it up. Yeah, but that's hilarious that you've been writing stuff the entire time and have already yeah. thought this and tried open mics and done the um, arena cross banquet. Yeah, it was. I mean, and that's the thing. It was all just, but exactly how you were talking about. I would announce at my parents' track. And I would always make jokes throughout the thing, and then I would catch people laughing at it. And I'd be like, oh, okay, well, people get this. But That's only cool. a couple and, people get it. Right. The rest exactly. of people are like, oh. Yeah, they don't have a clue. you gotta, you got to dumb everything down for the yeah. general population, I feel like. That's, yeah, for sure. Uh, Dude, I think and, you have a good thought process on this. Right. And, and I had, I mean, I have a bunch of stuff set up to where 
I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to work this into a set. I got, I easily got a good 15 minutes, you know. That's all you need to start. I mean, that's not, up right. here. You you can't even do that. Most of them are five to seven minutes up here. So exactly, like, and that's trying to pick out your best stuff to right. do in five minutes. Exactly, because you want banger after banger. Yeah, and I'm I don't know if I have that. I'm well, I'm a storyteller, you know. Yeah, and I. See, I think once you get into longer sets, even a 15-minute, you can go into stories. But I've had to, because that's how my original, like, style was, was kind of more story, stories. But then, because you're at the five-minute, like, time limit here, uh, it forces you to kind of just jump into banging out a couple of... I do like to do a thing and say that I did freestyle and I go into a joke like that. And at least set a little bit so people know, feel like they know me. But you, I have to get right into kind of like joke punchline type of stuff here, or they just stare at you. Right. And that's the thing is that not everybody knows about freestyle motocross or motocross. I don't in tell any that's, of those jokes. Right. Oh, I've seen your. I saw one of your sets on YouTube. Yeah. But I only make that one joke about riding, you know, versus comedy. But but other than that, I've made jokes before about jumping and stuff and just had a whole crowd just sit there and stare at me like I was speaking Chinese. Yeah, because they don't know. No idea. Exactly. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, I always had a joke where I was like, I told my parents I was going to quit doing freestyle motocross. And they're like, oh, you're going to get a real job? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fucking great, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, I, went, I always wanted one of those race car beds when I was a kid, and now I get to live in an actual car, so I live in my van. <laughs> yeah, you made it. I made it. They did that to you, by giving you a car bed. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. man, we should write something sometime or, or compare notes. I'll give you some... I got some good jokes. Yo. That... I, oh, you know what? If you're going to be in Patterson, let's figure out when the show times are because I guarantee you I can find something around there, especially Sunday, Monday, for sure. Yeah, let's do it. I'll stay... I mean, even if I got to stay an extra day, it don't matter. Yeah, that would be sick. No, down here, there's tons of... Uh, there's tons of comedy um, open mics, like straight comedy ones, because the mixed oh, yeah. ones are hard. I, I like to go to just straight comedy ones, that way at least a, it's a comedy crowd, they're expecting jokes. If people are playing, right. you know, Sweet Home Alabama, and then you get up and you're trying to tell some shit, it, you right. know, they sit well, they got a poetry guy up there before you, and you're like, Jesus, man, this guy's talking about racism and all this shit. Well, you're going to have that with comedy, go. too. They're super, <laughs> everybody's super liberal in comedy. I'm like, ah, we got it. You hate Trump. Fuck, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Write something else, God. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. All right, dude. Well, I'll see you this weekend. Thanks for coming on. Hell, yeah, it was man. Fun. Hey, no problem. It was awesome. Thanks for having me. Everybody check out what's your uh, social medias. Just Jetnox18, I think, at everything. Alright, sick. Everybody check them out. We're on Jetnox18 around. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm shutting the. <laughs>